0: Welcome to the dream job system, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of the dream job system podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack And today we're going to talk about how to ask great questions while you're networking and why that matters. So as job seekers, we do a lot of networking, and typically when we're networking, we're asking for things, right? We're asking questions, we're asking for information, we want to learn. So whether that's reaching out to somebody and asking for a couple minutes of their time, whether that's talking to somebody and asking them about a specific company or a specific role, or whether that's asking them for an interview or a referral, we do a lot of asking, right? So when asking is such a big part of this process, it always baffles me at how little time people invest in the questions that they ask, because at the end of the day, great questions get great answers and great questions build great relationships where basic questions get basic answers and basic questions don't really build relationships. Now, that is the key differentiator that I see between people who have these conversations and end up with the results they want and people who struggle with their networking. It really all comes down to the questions that you ask. So when we think about these people, right, and we think about the process, one thing that I always talk about is there is just naturally going to be some attrition. And cold outreach networking is a numbers game. That's why we recommend that you reach out to 150 people total, right? Because only a third of those folks are going to respond. And then an even smaller percentage are actually going to get you know in a meeting with you or exchange emails with you. And then an even smaller percentage are actually going to refer you in. So the moral of the story here is that there is going to be a handful of people who are willing to help. But what I found is that the people who are willing to help are willing to help. And what I mean by that is if you find somebody who's willing to help you, they are going to be willing to go to bat for you. That person is going to be an advocate for you. But the level at which they go to bat for you, the level at which they invest in you is commensurate with the level that you show up at, right? So if you show up and you're asking average questions, you're asking basic questions, you're going to get an average level of help. You're going to get average answers from their side. But if you show up asking killer questions, amazing questions that show that you've done your research, that show that you care, that show that you're invested in this space, that is the level of help that you're going to receive on the other side. The person is going to see you as somebody worth investing in. So. We need to be really, really dialed into the questions that we ask. So what we don't want to do, first and foremost, is ask the same questions that everybody else is asking. So things like, you know, what's a day in your life like at this job? Now, is that a bad question in and of itself? No. But if all of your questions are these basic cookie cutter questions that anybody could be asking and don't really dig deeper or get below the surface, then that's exactly how you're going to come off. You're going to come off as an average candidate. So there's nothing wrong with asking some of these basic questions as long as you weave them in with more structured and deeper questions that show that you've done your research. So how do we know what those questions look like? How do we ask those questions? Well, it really all comes down to doing your research. So as we've talked about in other podcasts, Research informs the whole process, and networking and asking great questions is no exception. So just to recap on a couple of ways that we can research these companies, one, we can listen to earnings calls. If they're a public company, you can go to Google and you can type in a search for investor relations and the company name, and you can listen to their quarterly earnings calls where they recap how things are going, what went well, what didn't go well, etc., If they're also a public company, you can use a site like seekingalpha.com where you're able to go find the company profile and see all of the recent news about the company, but then also opinion pieces from financial analysts about whether the company is going to do well, whether it's going to stay flat, whether it's going to tank and specific reasons why. These are great because they allow you to understand the news, the objective things that are going on with the company, as well as to get a broad range of opinions on the company so you know the reasons around why people think it's going to succeed and why people think it's going to tank. Another thing that you can do is go find interviews with executives or evangelists for the company. So something that I like to to start with here is to just run a search for the company name and then leadership team. And you should get a page, whether it's the company's own page or it's a third party site that shows you who the leadership team is for that company. Now I want you to take each one of those people's names and I want you to put it into a search and then put interview at the end. And I don't just want you to do this on Google or a a search engine. I want you to do it on YouTube as well. And you can swap out interview for podcasts. So if you are looking for cultivated culture, you might find my name and you might go to Google and type in Austin Belsack interview or Austin Belsack podcast. And then you may go to YouTube and do the same thing. Type in Austin Belsack interview or Austin Belsack podcast and see what comes up. These are gonna give you a whole slew of interviews that are 10, 20, 40, sometimes 60 plus minutes, and not just interviews either. Sometimes there are keynotes, sometimes there are question and answers, there are different formats. And the more of these that you listen to, especially from a broad range of people, if you find two to three to four different executives, you are gonna get such a great picture of what's happening at the company and where things are going, because these people are sitting down and talking about their business for those different periods of time, right? So again, the diversity is great. If you get a keynote, if you get a and a if you get an interview, you're going to get different angles. And then when you get that from different people, you're going to get their different perspectives. So I'd highly, highly recommend doing that as well. Another thing that you can do is get out there and engage with the community, right? So a lot of these companies, they have communities, whether it's on social media, whether it's on uh, different types of forums like Reddit or Slack communities or Discord, Uh, you can also get out there and read reviews that people are leaving about the product. Any way that you can get involved with the customer base and see what they're saying, not just about this company, but also about their competitors, right? So let's say you wanted to get a job at Microsoft and you were focused on Microsoft Teams. Well, you might also want to apply these to Slack as well, so you understand what the competitors are doing, what they're doing well, what they're doing poorly, and how that relates to Microsoft Teams and how they're doing what they're doing well and what they're doing poorly. So those are just a couple of options. Um, There are many, many more ways to research these companies. But then what you want to do is take that information and bake it into a couple of questions that show the person you've done your research and also show the person that you're able to have a deeper conversation about this space, right? So an example of this might be, you know, hey, so and so I watch the CEOs, you know, I'm, I'm adding a template here. But hey, hey, so and so I watched CEOs keynote. And he mentioned that you're launching this initiative to help boost retention numbers after q3s dip. I'd love to learn more about how your team is playing a role in solving for that challenge, especially considering that it's a big pivot from this other project or this other strategy you worked on. So Let's break that down a little bit. First, you're telling them that you watch the CEO's keynote. So that immediately is showing that you prepared for this interview. Second, you specifically mention an initiative that's coming up that this role or this team is related to. So you know where they're going. And you also know what the goal is, right? Apparently, there was a dip in Q3's retention numbers, and this initiative is aimed at boosting those. So we're showing that we know exactly where the company and this team is coming from and where they're looking to go next. And then third, you basically play the consultant card saying, I'd love to learn more about how your team is playing a role in solving for that challenge, especially considering it's a pivot from this other project. So you're basically saying, you know, I know you are working on this other thing and you're making a pivot. Tell me about how you're thinking through this. And what that does is it opens the door for this person to share a little bit more about where they're going. And that is awesome information for you, because if you have a way to respond to that, if you have some value you can add on the spot, you can immediately do that and add that value and solidify the relationship. But even if you don't, you can take that information home with you. You can do some research and then you can use it to do something like come up with a value validation project and send it back to them. And that's another touch point And that's a huge value add that's going to push the relationship forward. So hopefully you get an understanding of why a question like that is so impactful. And again, we don't only need to have questions like that. You really only need one or two of those, and you can weave them in with the more basic questions that do get you the information that you're curious about. For example, if you are curious about what a day in the life of this specific job title, this specific company looks like, that's totally fine to ask. But again, we don't just wanna only ask those types of questions that everybody else is asking. We wanna ask some of these deeper questions as well. And what's gonna happen is the person on the other side who's already willing to help is gonna say, wow, this person did their research. Uh, They understand where we're at and where we're looking to go. And here I'm going to give them some information on that and I'm going to see how they take it. I'm going to see how they engage with me once I give them that information. And when you engage with them, well, they're going to view you as somebody who's worth investing in. They're going to view you as somebody who's worth their time to interact with. And that is what's going to help you accelerate the relationship. That's what's going to help you bring it all the way up to that referral. And then you're going to also have that advocate throughout the interview process, which is where the offers come from. So that's it for today. I hope this was helpful in understanding some ways to ask better questions when you're networking and also why it's so important to ask great questions when you're networking, because it truly does differentiate you from everybody else that these people have been talking to. If you need a couple of other tips to help you improve your networking game and help you level it up, I'm going to share an article with four of my most effective networking strategies down below in the show notes. Feel free to check that out. There's a bunch of great concepts that will add to the research piece as well as add to the angles that you can use to take more people from the I don't want to help you relationship bucket to the I'm willing to help you relationship bucket. So as always, thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.